Every year, on the first Sunday in December, four generations of family gather to celebrate the start of the season. This has become a very special tradition of my family. It was a cold November night in Oak Park, Illinois. There were many special things about the 1960s, and one of these was the birth of my father, Charlie Vanek. My mom apparently was very frustrated with having this newborn child. I'm sure I was a very spirited child. So naturally, his mother, Sue, was quite occupied. So occupied, in fact, she couldn't find the time to make cookies for her and her family. So she called her mother, my great-grandmother, to ask what she was doing that weekend. My grandmother said, well, we're baking some cookies, and my mom kind of got a little, little choked up. She didn't have the time to make cookie dough and make cookies. Christmas cookies for her family and express that sentiment. And my grandma said, well, why don't you come over here and we'll, you know, we'll make cookies together. This, over time, became the tradition of cookie day. And so that was, you know, in retrospect, the first cookie day. Then the next year, my great aunt and her child were also invited. Following year, my grandmother re-invited my mom over. And at that time, her younger sister you know, sibling rivalries being the way they are, had she had a daughter also, and she said, well, don't I get to come over for cookie day? And so in year two, there were two daughters there with two newborns. In the 60s and 70s, cookie day became a fun thing for a lot of the grandchildren, but as time went on uh, and more of grandma's kids had kids, uh, there were just more gr grandchildren to begin with, and then Friends of friends started com coming over. Uh, kids of friends started coming over. College friends like my friend Joe Murphy would be invited over. There was dancing, food, drink, and of course, cookies. This event, which was started by just three people, my father, my grandmother, and my great-grandmother, grew to a huge crowd. Uh, the day would turn into not only just a cookie day, but a day of pinnacle and football watching for some of the older males in the in the family and always uh, at around four o'clock when the cookies were all done and put away we would start dancing to various Christmas music I don't even remember the the names of the folks that were that were that were, of the albums the, this vinyl stuff that we'd play um, but I do remember the songs very well uh, that was very prominent. There were also things for the grandchildren, and in subsequent years, the great-grandchildren, to do as well. These things ranged from decorating baked cookies to making new ones and even playing in the basement with grandma's old go-karts. But the main focus was always making cookies. The cookies ranged from anywhere to chocolate crinkles to sugar cookies, but the specialties were always the gingerbread. My grandma learned her gingerbread cookie recipe from her first-generation Swedish landlord many years ago. Basically, the ovens were going on um, all day from 9 o'clock in the morning till about 3, 3.30 uh, in the afternoon, and there was a tremendous amount of output uh, of cookies, and everybody who participated, and even some that just came by for a beer or just to see what was going on, would always be welcome to take a, a few dozen cookies away of various types and sizes. There were things that from German traditions and Irish traditions that they were very familiar to me, but not in name, just in look and taste. And it was a joyous occasion. Today, the tradition still continues.
and this year, Aaron and Leah and me will go to what will be the 49th cookie day in a row on the first Sunday in December. And that is the story of Cookie Day.